Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Well, well, well. <laughs> How's it going, mate? We, we meet again. <laughs> yes. I'm excited to talk more Cobra. Yeah. Speaking of Cobra, you've just come back from the desert. Did you see any Cobras? No, I didn't even see any rattlesnakes. Boo. But, um, Why I, bother? They probably saw me. Like It was yeah, that they, thing where I'm like, yeah. sort of thinking, I'm probably walking right past yeah. some dangerous... They heard you coming and they're like, we're just going <laughs> to stay over here. They gave me a wide berth. Well, we're yeah, I'm glad you're back because I can't talk about this shit by myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we are very excited to uh, to tee back up our series on Cobra. Yeah, welcome all uh, all of our regular listeners and new listeners yeah. to the podcast. We're uh, we're having a great time talking about this movie. It's uh, it's perfect for what we do, which is sort of poke fun of the silly nature of some of these movies. And if you've listened to the podcast before and you're familiar with our work, you know that we have a special <laughs> spot in our hearts for Sly Stallone's oeuvre, <laughs> and that is to say that. He is, he's terrible. He's like the B-side. He's like the B-side of 80s action movies. But man, he thought he was the A. He oh, thought he was the double A. For sure. Uh, um, I have one. Oh, I have a few notes. But Yeah, hit it. I have a note uh, for everyone who's checking us out. If you're listening to us, if you listen to us on Apple Podcast and you're missing Cobra Episode 2, there was some sort of glitch in the Matrix. We're trying to get it sorted out, but you can find that episode on our SoundCloud or uh, Stitcher, or Spotify, or any number of other places. There's just something going on with Apple. Or you can check us out on the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network, where you'll find a whole bunch of other rabbit holes you can go down about all the other awesome uh, 80s and 90s action shit. (laughs) Some more housekeeping I need like to take care of. I need to correct the record Uh about um, the director, Cosmatos, and Tombstone which ah. he directed. I was I was under the impression that he had been like a replaced midway through, mm-hmm. but he was the director who came in to rep- to replace the other director who gotcha. got fired early in the process of that. But um it's my understanding though that Kurt Russell was doing like the lion's share of the planning of shots sure. and setting schedules and everything and Cosmatos was basically more or less just like calling action and cut but he did not get fired off Tombstone. <laughs> so my apologies to him. I also, I, I got around finally to listening to the director's commentary, Ooh. which shed almost no light on the movie at of all. Course. It, was, it was one of the least informative director's commentaries I've ever heard. He I, was, would be, I would be interested to know like how many NDAs got signed, either because uh, 
the dudes from Canada yeah, had people yeah. sign them, or if Stallone was like, if you work with me, you have to sign an NDA. Yeah, you can't. Because I started, any I started the... thinking about how <laughs> how he's basically gone through his career, and you don't really hear any like scandalous shit about him, other than like there was some coke use and yada yada yada. But right. it's like those close to him, as or as close as anyone could be to a man like Stallone. Yeah, no one. They're very tight lipped, and I wonder if it's because he's threatened them all. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's got ironclad. Non-disclosures, yeah. right? But I will say the director, Cosmatos, was like very far up Stallone's ass mm-hmm. on the commentary track. Like he was thanking God they had Stallone to write the screenplay and completely deviate from the book Fair Game, which he described as being terribly boring, the book. And it's like, Jesus Christ. But there were a few things that I thought were worth mentioning. Hit it. The young woman in the grocery store that got the prolonged close-up, the one who was, like, cowering in the right, freezer section. Yeah, they yeah. the produce or whatever like that. That was Stallone's niece. Okay. All right. And the, the, the director said that that had no bearing on her getting the part. Which I'm like, Jesus, bullshit. <laughs> what did they did they line up several young ladies and be like, Can you cower here you next believe, to the veg? Can you believe Stallone's niece is the best at cowering <laughs> next to the veg? We should give her a long close up. Stallone's like, that's amazing. She's a natural <laughs> talent. Also, when Stallone ripped the Latin dude's shirt right. in the beginning, the he's got a microphone taped to his chest, just clearly. And, Interesting. And the director's like, Yeah, we didn't have time to shoot like a another version without the microphone. So we just hope no one would notice. And I never noticed. They should have made that dude from internal affairs or something. Maybe he's a snitch. <laughs> he was trying to get Cobra. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> they should have leaned into that hard. Like Cobra should have said like, I will never, never take me alive. And like walked off. <laughs> he said the movie was originally set to be uh, shot in Seattle and located in Seattle, but they moved it to LA to make it cheaper. Yeah. Basically. Huh. Um, okay, I guess, yeah. That I guess at, the, at that time, maybe it was super cheap to film in L.A. because you're, I don't know how that works. Yeah. But he said that those statues of the four men who were in the underpass murder scene mm-hmm. were like an art installation, a street art that he had seen in Seattle and liked so much that he had them flown down to California oh, and <laughs> to be in that scene. And I'm like, but who would put this art under the underpass. I don't know. It Unless odd, it's like yeah. a, a major thoroughfare where lots of everyday traffic is coming through to appreciate yeah. it. But still, like, it's, it's an underpass. It's odd. It's, it stuck out like a sore thumb in the movie. But same with the robots. All the robots, he said, were part of, like, a an installation he had seen in a gallery in Seattle. When we he, say him, are we talking about the, Stallone? Cosmatos. Okay, Cosmatos. Cosmatos. Gotcha. Cosmatos was so inspired by how awesome the robots were uh, that he had them... I don't know if they filmed it in Seattle, that the photo shoot sequence, or if they flew all the robots down to L.A. to film. But we can blame Cosmatos for the robots. Okay. okay. All right. Well, he that also, sounds convenient to me. He also said there was a backstory with the Night Slasher who was supposed to be like a fishmonger. Okay. Well, that would have... In but, Seattle or whatever. But, oh, that, that would have made more sense. But then, yeah. like, whatever the... However it ended up at Death Cult... Yeah, like, it's like, I think there was always maybe the death cult, but it was, I don't know if it was a, a cult of fishmongers <laughs> or what. Um, well, as we'll see later in the movie, it's like the, the criteria are all over the place for joining yeah. the death cult. It's like, it doesn't matter. We'll take all comers. He also, Cosmatos just called the night slasher night stalker the entire commentary. How did someone like, not stop him? How hey, did bro, the- bro, it's the night slasher. I was like, how do you not, 
I assume he had watched the movie you recently have to jump before in. doing the commentary. You have to jump in at the before, like just jump in and say, "Hey, we have to correct you." Night Stalker is, is a real life zero killer, I think. Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh. Uh, <laughs> but that was my little housekeeping for you. I didn't want to leave out those nuggets, no. but I'll, I'll try to catch some on the plot before we get down to it. Yeah, because we got a lot of shit to get through in this episode, you guys. You yeah, gotta hang on to your butts. Be, uh, <laughs> Basically, you got this cop Cobra who's like the enforcer the he's the head of the zombie squad which all we can tell from what this movie says about the zombie squad is that it's the cops that are allowed to kill with impunity Mm -hmm. it's when there's when 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 detectives and others can't do their jobs they send in people like cobra to murder people yeah (laughs) when you're done when you're done negotiating or done trying to bring it to a peaceful resolution you just bring in cobra who's just a killer with a badge i've got your probable cause (laughs) but so he uh so he's out doing his cobra thing Mm -hmm. there's some sort of a a murderous cult led by this dude they call the night slasher at at this point they don't even if they just think it's one guy right the cops think it's just one guy cobra thinks otherwise right um for no reason really that anyone can decipher but this dude's killed like a ton of people in the span of a month or at least that's what the police think right now ingrid played by brigitte nielsen she witnessed a murder saw got a good long eyeball of the night slasher and then they tried to kill her once Mm -hmm. but failed so she was she was now under the custody of the police she's at the hospital uh but we found out that Night Slasher has someone on the inside of the force, this female police officer. Right. We don't know her name yet. Um, but he's basically sort of getting himself pulled together because he's going to go to the hospital and try to kill Ingrid. Right. And um, yeah, that's, it. that's that sort of good. where we're at. That was excellent. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> so, yeah, we open up at the hospital. Cobra and his partner, Tony Gonzalez, have brought in a sketch artist who's working up a composite of the Night Slasher. Cobra shows Ingrid the sketch, and she says, yeah, that sort of looks like the guy who attacked her. <laughs> that's what you want to hear. It looks, yeah, it looks that, a little like him. Kinda, yeah, and Gonzalez asks this, her about the others she saw, and she's like, it was too dark. Well, the sketch looked like a child's drawing. Yeah, it was. this artist is not good. It bore almost no resemblance to Stallone, even to Stallone the Stallone probably guy. did. He's like, let me try. No, I, I read <laughs> where the, the storyboard artist drew the picture and the storyboard artist that was the guy in the chair like playing the sketch artist was he was the set like the storyboard artist for the movie but man you would think i i don't know i i don't like the kevin spacey it's composite it was a terrible in, sketch in usual him. suspect sort of looks like kevin spacey this drawing looks like no, <laughs> no one like no one it's like that leprechaun drawing from that <laughs> newscast it looks like this <laughs> the dude then the sketch artist like asked the guy do you want me to distribute copies of this? And Cobra said, no. What? Why? I'm going to go and... Uh, no, I want to take it first. I'll take care of it, he says. Uh, Fucking weird I'm shit. pretty sure that's not procedure, but no, I also don't know how Zombie Squad works. <laughs> so Cobra says Ingrid's going to stay overnight at the hospital, but that tomorrow they're going to move her to a place called a safe house. Okay. <laughs> Is that what they call it? The sa- a safe house? It's never made clear why Cobra and Gonzalez have been assigned to like even see her in the hospital. Yeah, that no. doesn't seem like their wheelhouse. No. It seems like he's just like, I, I have to protect this woman because she's weak and European, Northern European. Yeah, she's, she's weak and beautiful. Yeah. This so, is just my type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ingrid's like, why can't I just leave? And Cobra says, you're our only witness, so this is the way it's got to be. Is that how that shit works? No. Can they just hold her against her will like that? No. I wouldn't think so. 
I mean, I would think she would kind of want their protection. Unless, but, unless you, it's like offered you police protection. And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Well, this is part of that. You Can I just stay. leave? No, it's got to be this way. <laughs> got to be this way. So then we get more food gags, unexplained humor that Stallone yeah. thought was going to kill in this movie between Cobra <laughs> and his partner, Gonzalez. I got Cobra, something here that looks like cheese. Cobra fucking <laughs> offers Gonzalez some of Ingrid's hospital food like, without <laughs> wants, asking. You want some it's just of like, this? Gonzalez, Gonzalez says, like, I want her cake, but Cobra says you should take this cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Cobra finally makes sure. Finally makes sure it's okay. Oh, is that, is after okay? they've started eating the food, and I don't understand why this movie is leaning so hard into this like weirdly comedic food thing. The, the, like, yeah, all that shit was apparently improvised, which it had that feel, I guess. Yeah. But because it, it was so we, sloppy, we need some more time. And Stone's like, we'll make. Got to pad this food. out. She so, was annoyed by them, which yeah. can you even blame her, though? Yeah, like, we, we, cut, we cut over to her. She's, like, bent over their head and hands while these fucks eat her food. I also thought, like, we've decided in the world of this movie that the, we think the character Ingrid wears wigs or is wearing a wig. Yeah. And so I'm, like, just thinking, so she's sitting in this hospital room, like, wearing a wet wig. Yeah. I, either, I don't know if that can, how that can be her real hair. It just doesn't look real. And maybe it was. No, maybe no, it, no it definitely wasn't. She still had the Rocky Four, the shortcut. Yeah. So, so it doesn't make sense, but I think we're, I don't know. Maybe I think, it, <laughs> I think no one thought to be, it through. Is this supposed to be her real hair? I think it's hair? supposed to be a real hair, but we've seen her in this film with short hair yeah. that was clearly not a wig. Right. So, so anyway. anyway, meanwhile, back at the Night Slasher lair, the Night Slasher himself, he's dyeing his hair black. While yeah. he's doing that, the evil policewoman that we found out was evil in the last act tells him that he's got to stop Ingrid or she's going to wreck the new world and the dream. And there's sort of like a weird mommy-son relationship. and I'm, It's like almost like Damien and his nurse from The Omen. Yes. Like this vibe where she's like groomed him to be the Antichrist it or something like that. It almost feels like like he's her puppet or something. Yeah. Also, I thought it was weird. She seemed to be back in her police uniform now, which we had just seen her at the hospital in street clothes. So she went and got back in uniform to go talk I did, to the Night I did Slasher. like the, the camera work there from the DP of, of like showing the Night Slasher and then just like was moving it in the mirror slowly, sort of? yeah, moving slowly and you seeing her behind him in the mm -hmm. mirror. But anyway, he continues dyeing his hair in silence. <laughs> Cut back to the good guys. Cobra and Gonzalez walk around the hospital talking shit about the guy in the sketch just being another dirtbag. <laughs> Cobra says he wants to take the sketch home and check it against my files. What is like fuck? What? He's got info what? at home that the police don't have access to is it's, what it I, seems I it, like. I thought I was timely giving everything that's going on with Trump. I'm going to go home and check uh, it against I my, my files. files is home. that allowed? No, it can't be. Okay. Yeah, he says, and then he says it's going to be a couple hours. Which I'm like, <laughs> it would really be helpful, though, if the rest of the police had access to this sketch right. in the meantime. <laughs> what? No. Like, no, no. I got to take the sketch home, compare what? it to my files. Yeah, his, 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 uh, his MO is weird. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he says he'll be back in a couple hours. Gonzalez changes the subject, saying that Ingrid's a nice looking lady. Cobra's like, the one upstairs? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice, Gonzalez. I was on the job. I was paying attention to business. Yeah, me too. I didn't notice. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Gonzalez was funny. And then as Cobra heads up the stairs, Gonzalez is a fucking liar. To which Cobra <laughs> says, watch your mouth. You're in public. And they share this like wry smile. That was more like improvised shit, yeah. according to the director, which makes you wonder how short was the written script for this? Well, yeah. If it, I imagine it's like a 60-page script or something. It's, and he's well, like, I mean, Stallone or whoever probably wrote in ad lib. Well, it's like if the if the robots are the director's idea, you know, if that shit, then I imagine the screenplay is probably just like montage. 
you know, Ingrid at photo shoot while Cobra does police work and Night Slasher does Night Slasher shit. Yeah, that's or probably something. exactly what it says. We'll fill it in <laughs> later, but it's like this. Yeah, if all of this shit is improvised, then I'm like, this must have been the most bare bones. Yeah. Like, still crank this shit out over a weekend this or would something. Have, this would know? have been a made-for-TV, like an hour-long special TV event or something. Yeah, it's an episode of the A-Team, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, cut to Cobra rolling up outside his apartment in Venice Beach. We see that the same Latinx crew from earlier is there again, chilling in and on their car and listening to the same song. The song was tight. Tight, 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 tight. I think it was like they had the cassette, the single. Yeah. They were like, yeah, I'm too fucking lazy. At the time, you just, but that's the way, right? You put the tape in and you just let it let go. It you let it play, baby. Auto reverse, maybe? It yes. like plays oh, the B side, then definitely. you're back to the A side that was again. A, that was a high quality uh, cassette and stereo that he had in there. So. As Cobra pulls up, he honks the horn at him, which uh-huh. the dude he humiliated earlier jumps in the car, <laughs> pulls it forward a few feet so that Cobra can have, quote, his spot. Right. It, it, with more empty spots either in front of and behind the Impala. It's also, like, did you catch, such a prick. catch the detail of the person like doing the skateboard equivalent of uh, windsurfing down yes! the street? I think he was actually on roller skates was it roller with skates? a, with a okay. sail. And then another dude came cruising through on roller skates. It's and Venice it's like, Beach, 1986. It's like, this was some sort of odd like but this time is- warp, I feel like, that Cobra lives in where there's all classic cars and people are like roller skating around like it's the it fucking was, 50s or something. Roller blade, no, man. Roller skating out in California, like I in have the eighties, it was hot. Oh yeah, and then rollerblading is like yeah. ninety three is like rollerblades. Everything is like everywhere. <laughs> anyway, so uh, as Cobra gets out of the car, the dude says, "Como estás, colonel?" <laughs> Co- Cobra tells him he's a good citizen. Yes. I, he's whipped these hoodlums into shape. Cobra approves of his uh, subservience. Jesus. Yeah, so dude <laughs> stares Cobra down as he walks away, but his friends are like, "Come on, man, get in the car." Uh, so back over the hospital, we see a hulking black-haired night slasher <laughs> waltz right in. He somehow looks more conspicuous than he does when he has the pantyhose yeah. on his yeah. head. He's he's enormous. Just the dude, and the dude's face is just like it's not a face you would ever forget ever. Right. Um. So we cut back to Cobra's apartment. We see him scribbling on his transparent whiteboard situation while flipping <laughs> through what we guess are his. Like his criminal, personal criminal database. Dude, he had like the Goodwill hunting set up or something in there where he's like doing working at fucking equations yeah. on the clear, like the plexiglass. Yeah, he's, he's got that beautiful mind shit. Yeah, you said. exactly. <laughs> he's got mug shots and fingerprints readily on file that he has stolen. Apparently, right? Stolen. He, he stole yeah. them. <laughs> so back over at the hospital, we get some cuts between Night Slasher making his way through the joint and Ingrid, who seems to be having some kind of nightmare because she's like tossing and turning, but not quite awake. Back in Venice Beach, Cobra sees something on a page that's coming out of his dot matrix printer, which prompts him to start flipping through his massive photo album of suspects. He had a lot of time to put this shit together. He is obsessive. (laughs) That's a a common theme in these movies, as we've discussed. It's like people have obsessions. Yeah. Um, So back at the hospital, we see a janitor's mopping up while listening to like a Lakers game or a Dodgers game or something. But then the, the audio goes quiet. And he goes to investigate the radio. As he does that, Night Slasher like grabs him through the shelving unit and kills him with his crazy knife and takes his glasses. <laughs> the transformation is now complete. Yeah. <laughs> Moments He's like later, Clark, Clark Kent. Mode I know, now. I know. <laughs> Moments later, a night nurse goes to take an elevator, and when it opens, there's Night Slasher wearing 
I guess, the uniform of the guy he's just killed. But there <laughs> is much no, smaller. There ain't no way they're wearing the same coveralls. He's in there looking like Michael Myers, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. Um, so the, the night nurse is at stairs. She's like, you men are supposed to use the service elevator and tells him the next time he better take the stairs. And like, he gives this like very sinister side eye, which mm-hmm. is kind of funny, but also it's like, it's it, again, there's, there's a comedic element to this movie. That's like, that shit's funny. <laughs> um, back at Cobra headquarters, we see he's still flipping through fingerprints on his computer and slinging pictures of guys who he thinks are not night slasher. He was eyeballing fingerprints like he could read that shit with his naked eye you yeah know? he's like, like no, no that's, that's not, not him that's not a mess. you don't even have a fingerprint for the slasher it's so stupid what the fuck was he doing i feel like they just gave stallone a bunch of props yeah and told him like just to fucking wing it yeah I, i'm sure he's like no i got this it was like that shit in commando when commando was studying the maps you know or when eraser was like the island is here when eraser was playing around on the computer like is it and he looks like tell me to stop when you see something you recognize it's like he just looks like someone who has his completely lost yep. in what they're doing but so he's also wiping he's sweating profusely yeah. like wiping the sweat away it's like dude you're wearing leather gloves and a wool trench you coat you never <laughs> took your trench coat off <laughs> yeah so we cut back to the elevator either night slasher took umbrage with night nurse's admonishment or he can't be in close proximity to someone without just murdering them because he starts to take his knife out to kill her but like whatever the case may be right as it's about to do her she gets off the elevator <laughs> But not without a party shot. She's like, remember the health code. Next time, take the stairs. I feel like he's lucky he didn't try her because she might have dropped them. I think she would have killed like- her with that clipboard <laughs> for real, though. So, yeah, we come back to Cobra's place. He's still cro- like forever cross-referencing the sketch with his computer and his binder full of crooks. Yeah, and it, he's he's still dressed in all of his clothes, including gloves. <laughs> um, back at the hospital, Night Slasher arrives at Ingrid's floor and is immediately noticed by a nurse at the desk who says... It's a little late for mopping. And then the, <laughs> the cop, the cop that's on guard duty asks, hey, do you want me to go say something? And she's like, no, I got to do my rounds anyway. I'll say something to her. And as she walks away, he takes a nice, long, healthy look at that ass. That horny cop was useless. Yeah. Like, the fuck are you She's like, for? oh, that's suspicious. That janitor shouldn't be up here. Oh, uh, you want me to check it out? No. Uh, okay. What is your purpose here, yeah. sir? No, definitely go right over that's a, and that's ask. The only thing you're here for is to check on suspicious individuals. Also, would they only have one guy up well, there? Well, they pulled other guys off. We're going to find oh, out, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But I'm saying, like, at that but, point. That yeah, makes there should have yeah. been three guys yeah. or some shit. So then we get a shot of Night Slasher walking down the hall, putting on some latex gloves, obviously up to no good. Cut to an exterior shot of Cobra's apartment where we see that the courtyard just outside his place, you know, where he keeps the grill and his newspapers, is illuminated by an enormous billboard-sized Pepsi sign. Yes, what the neon. Fuck? Yeah, neon. But shit is lit. How does he sleep? It's like that episode of Seinfeld with Kenny Rogers roasters. You're <laughs> just the buzz from the it sign. It is like it is like it's like ten feet by twelve or fifteen. It's feet. huge. It it's, is. It's a billboard. Yeah. It, it. I noticed on the wide shot, Cobra had not one but two massive American flags like on his wall inside the apartment. I noticed that as well, and they're mounted one on, one top, on top of the, top other. Of the other. It's like twice as American. <laughs> yes. Jesus, Stallone. So anyway, um, as the dot matrix printer continues to screech, Cobra gets a phone call from Gonzalez. Gonzalez says, he's, hey, I'm in your office um, where there's a big-ass Reagan photo. I know, yeah, he's a patriotic fucker, that yeah. Cobra. And he says, hey, what'd you need from here? And Cobra's like, what are you doing there? Ooh. Gonzalez says, I got a call from headquarters 
telling me to come down to your office. Uh-huh. Cobra yells, get back to the hospital! And gets up to leave. Man, I don't know. Between Stallone and Schwarzenegger, there's a lot of just... Mumbling. Ins- yeah, just like, <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. So, yeah, Cobra yells at him, get back to the hospital, gets up to leave. Meanwhile, Gonzalez is like, shit! Starts to raise the alarm at the station that something's amiss. He yells out the name Presley. A name we've never heard before and we'll and, never hear again in this yeah. movie. And I it makes me wonder what's missing. I wonder if Presley is the name of the cop that's near the end of the movie that's inexplicably in the meetings with the chief that's like, we should do this. We Maybe he's do like that. the head of the detectives or yeah. something. Like, but I don't yeah, know. Like he yells a name and we're like, who? And does yeah. not compete Presley! with me. And it's like, what? Who? Huh? Yeah. So. As Cobra, over his place, opens the door to leave, he's met by a screaming man in a pantyhose mask <laughs> who swings an axe and misses and lodges the axe in the door. Cobra leaps past him, grapples a second pantyhosed man, and starts flinging him into walls and shit. They whirl around into the Pepsi courtyard, and Cobra flings the second guy down. He gets up, dodges another swing from the axe guy, punches that dude out, then kicks the shit out of the other guy, and then at that point, a third attacker... If you can't keep track, <laughs> burst through like a neighbor's window. Or, Where did or he door. come from? He, was I, he inside another apartment? I think he was in another apartment, but he like come busting out a glass through door glass, or something. Yeah, swinging a knife. Cobra punches that dude out with no issue. Then pulls his pistol and kills one of the other attackers. The lighting from the Pepsi sign all this while is just amazing. Is that <laughs> the kind of product placement you want? Where like he's like brandishing his gun and shooting in front of the Pepsi sign. I guess it is. I guess it's just like it's subliminal. It's oh yeah, Pepsi. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm thirsty. thirsty. (laughs) Exactly. So the remaining thirsty. Yeah, the remaining good tries to make a break for it on the fire escape. Cobra's like hey, and the guy whirls around, pulls the gun. Cobra shoots first, which causes the guy to somehow. Cobra always shoots first. (laughs) He falls between the rails somehow. I don't know what he was inside of the catwalk or the fire escape. Yeah, and then he was outside the railing. Yeah. It's like he fell through the gap in between the Is top that and what bottom. Happened? I don't even know. It was poorly blocked. Uh, however, but also, that fire escape's a hazard. It's not safe. <laughs> it's a low railing. Yeah. So anyway, he falls six or seven stories to his death, and Cobra's like grimacing down and like, yeah, did that. Awesome. I like that. I like the way he, he splattered. He turns to go. Back at the hospital, the nurse from the desk is doing her rounds. She cracks a door to one of the rooms, kind of peeks around inside, and then closes it back. She seems very apprehensive. Like, I, it doesn't seem... It would have paid off more if they'd shown her actually talking to some patients. Otherwise, it just makes her look like she's nervous. She can't find the janitor or said, hey, have you seen the janitor to another nurse and then be like, no. Well, first, like no real life nurse's uniform is tailored like this. No, that shit was like some stripper. It was like some Halloween costume. So um, meanwhile, we cut to Cobra running down the alley toward his car and he seems to have some trouble slowing down because he kind of runs straight into the car before (laughs) trying to get the door open. And I'm just like, again, this is one of those things where it's like Stallone for all his physical prowess seems to have a hard time acting like a normal human being or doing things that a normal human being would do. But um, anyway, he tears ass out of there racing to the hospital where now we see that the nurse has entered another room. She's got a little pin flashlight. She flings back a curtain to reveal an empty bed. It's not clear still why she's why she's acting so scared. Well, if she's nervous that something's not right, why is she not getting the cop? Yeah, go back and get some help. Um, yeah, they haven't made it clear whether she's looking for the janitor, but now I can't find him or what. But anyway, she approaches the neighboring bed, and we can tell that something or someone is in it because it's kind of like humped over. Yeah. She throws her cl- just 
throws the clipboard down, <laughs> shines her light on the bed, and we see there's a lady with covers pulled up to her nose, and the light shows that the mop head, or a mop head, yeah. that's covered in blood is on the pillow next to the woman's head. And she goes to pull the blanket back. She gets grabbed from underneath the bed, and then also somehow a hand is put over her mouth. <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand exactly how... Night Slasher's body works, but like he grabs her ankle and then the next shot is a hand on her mouth. I feel like, again, a lot of violence was edited out of this scene. Yeah. Because then it just cuts to her her bloody hand like gripping the sheets. Slow-mo bloody hand grasping sheets and that's the end of the nurse we get. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot there we didn't see. Meanwhile, over in Ingrid's room, she's still tossing and turning in her sleep. Then we get a succession of shots of Cobra hauling ass to the hospital. I was wondering, like, does Cobra not have a radio in his car? Or would you not... Zombie Squad don't use radios. Both he and Gonzalez, the first thing should be to put out the alert. Yeah. Everyone go to the hospital. I mean, radio to the cop that is there. Right. And tell him, go check, go Basically, be like, at Ingrid's door right now. The, the cop would have been there instantaneously. Yeah. So, Instead, but maybe he doesn't have a radio, but that seems just way out of protocol. We're going to pull two other cops off and you don't get a radio because of budget <laughs> cuts. So, um... Yeah, we get the succession of shots of Cobra driving and a bloody night slasher methodically making his way to Ingrid's room. He enters and we see him and his knife in silhouette against the bed curtain, which is kind of cool. His disembodied voice says, pretty hair. (laughs) What? (laughs) Then he whips the curtain back with this crazy look on his face and stabs down on the bed like the Nazgul and the prancing pony. (laughs) Yes, of course. But surprise, Ingrid's apparently been on the shitter. (laughs) Was that, do you think was, so was the hair the reason? reason that he's so fixated on Ingrid now is he liked no her hair? Idea. I have no clue. But there was a pair of like, I don't know if you saw a pair of like these custom yeah, rocky the, uh, boxing shoes under yeah. the bed, which is odd. Yeah, very strange. Still Weird like, Easter egg. Yeah. So, yeah, she opens the bathroom door, sees this freak with a knife and screams. He lunges and she manages to get the door closed and locked. She then turns toward another door and then the one of the stranger, I'm like, we're Hospitals like hotels You're and sharing that hospital, a bathroom? Like there's no way that hospitals had adjoining rooms where two different families or patients would be sharing a shitter. You wouldn't think so. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me, but also <laughs> I you know, whatever. I don't remember the eighties that well. I was a child. Um she hides in the shower while Night Slasher pounds the door. While that's happening, Cobra arrives. Well, at the you, hospital, like she tried inside. to get out that other door, but yeah, it was like, it was like barricaded shut with, with like a uh, hospital, which equipment. is a fucking got to be a fire hazard. Yeah, that's not allowed. This hospital <laughs> is not up to code. Um, back with Ingrid, the pounding on the door stops. Instead of just sitting there chilling, quiet, and waiting for anything to happen, she gets up, leans toward the door, trying to hear mm. if the yeah. attacker's still outside. Sure, and, he's probably left. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's now. lost interest. So then a knife blade the knife blade comes like jabbing through the doors like covered in blood and gore she screams and she's like why are you doing this over and over again i thought it was some of the better work from brigitte in the movie was this sequence she she and gonzalez were like the talent in this movie and stock wasn't bad either well even the dude who played night slasher was like good for what he had to do i mean which is just like be as psychotic as possible have a crazy try to make cobra look normal (laughs) tough ask (laughs) But he, yeah, he pulled it off. So, yeah, like Night Slasher's doing his best, Jack Torrance. Cobra's racing through the halls. Back in the bathroom, Night Slasher's managed to weaken the door so much that he can kick a hole through it. And then while Ingrid's again trying to get the other door open, Night Slasher reaches in and's like trying to just 
stabber. Just if I, I could just was reach and stab. That was her. a memorable. Like the way he was moving was something machine like about. Oh, it. He was just, just like it waving was his stiff arm around. Terrifying. He can't quite reach her. Thank God. Summoning all her will, Ingrid finally manages to budge the other door open, squeezes out, and makes a run for it, screaming for help out in the hall. Night Slasher feels around for the lock of the door. I mean, couldn't he have just look through the hole and be like, oh, I should just run out in the hallway now? Yeah. Instead of being like all this <laughs> deal go with, the, with the lock. Unless it popped out to a different hallway. Right. But that so, shouldn't be. No. So Ingrid doesn't find anyone to help. Why is this hospital? Where's the cop? Where'd the where, cop go? Where any other nurses? There's not one nurse. There's not one charge nurse on the floor. That was bizarre. Yeah. There's no one coming to her screams for help. She doesn't find anything but a fire alarm, which she smashes open and pushes the button. Bells start ringing. The hallway's instantly flooded with dozens of people. Who heard her screaming for yeah, help. No, no doubt. The only thing that I could think about that is that on a hospital floor like that, you hear people yelling for like codes and shit. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, they're probably, somebody must be dying or something. I don't know. There were dudes like fully dressed in business suits walking out of rooms. I'm like, wait, what? It's probably three or 4 a.m., isn't it? It's like yeah. late. I don't know who those dudes were, but whatever. They're there with their wives or partners or abortion girlfriends. Who, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, shit. Ingrid peeks around the corner. She locks eyes for a moment with Night Slasher, who's down at the other end of the hall that's now crowded. He blends into the crowd of people leaving the building just as Cobra runs up. Ingrid sees Cobra. He sees her. They run towards each other and embrace. And amidst the chaos, meanwhile, Night Slasher escapes. Yeah. Um, takes off his glasses as if to signal, "I don't need this disguise anymore." <laughs> Look nice totally touch. different. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to police headquarters. A little while later, the chief of police is chewing Cobra out. You always got everyone killed doing it your way. Now maybe you'll do it the right way. Everyone? Yeah. I, what? What is he talking? What the hell is he talking about? No one knows. Who? What did he do? What did Cobra do wrong? Who? Cobra. Everyone. He almost got everyone killed. What are you? Cobra's Were we moments his, away from every person in the hospital dying? Cobra was at his apartment. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, Cobra says that Night Slasher's got an informant working for the cops. That's the only way to explain how this is yeah. all going down. The chief's like, that's quite an accusation. And asks if Cobra can prove it. And Cobra's like, not yet. But, I mean, someone Dying. from headquarters called yeah, big and said... Oh, yeah. Two of the cops should leave. Oh, and also we need uh, Gonzalez to go to, like, obviously, yeah, we can't prove it. Something happened. And it all came from inside the computer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Captain Spears says that while he understands they're dealing with a shitty situation, that Cobra should make things harder than they already are. He then says that Monty told him that Cobra's been withholding the sketch of the killer. Uh -huh. Monty, that bastard. But it's true. Cobra says that Monty didn't say the magic word. This apparently is the first time Monty's ever heard this turn of phrase because he's like, what magic word? Stupid. Please. Cobra's like, please. And it's, he also is like, it's the first time he's ever tried to say this word. And like, <laughs> please. And it's like the hardest thing, it's the hardest word he's ever said, but he hands over the sketch. But what is that please. shit? Like now Cobra, he's letting his beef with Monty get in the way of the hunt for the killer. Yeah. He's like, he kind of was withholding the sketch. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. The sketch would definitely have been shared, like should have been shared with headquarters, right? Or is, yeah. does he not trust anyone? Is that I, his well, thing? I is it like, that, I he's think, the, like you said earlier, he's the only righteous man. Okay. Yeah. He's no the one only, else can be trusted with this. No, not even my, sketch. except for Gonzalez and maybe not even him. Because I'm going to hold the sketch. So the chief says, enough of this bullshit and ask Cobra if he understands <laughs> like the situation. That. Yeah, that's my, that's my assessment of this. Enough, enough of this, this bullshit. bullshit. Cobra's like, I, I understand. And basically he's like, can I go now? And Sears says, yeah, we're done. Cobra's walking out. Chief says, Cabretti, 
do you know you have an attitude problem? And Stallone, not Cobra, says, yeah, it's just a little one. With this innocent look Ugh. on his face, like, well, funny. Well, he's letting his own, like, weird antisocial agenda that he's got, like, get in the way of the search for the Night Slasher. Yeah. It's like he's being intentionally difficult. He's, he is actually putting at least her life in danger and, I, and Gonzalez's life in danger. That made me wonder, like, if there were scenes that were cut out where there were discussions had, you know, that were more or less going to use her for bait and see if he comes yeah, to, to try to kill out. her. And that's why everyone's so mad at Cobra, because the way that the movie played out as we saw it, there's just no call for yeah, everyone no to be blaming him for this. Yeah. So the next day, we guess Cobra's <laughs> in Ingrid's new swanky hospital room. It looks like they moved her up to the maternity floor. Yeah, or something, what is that space? Like a, it was like a nice hotel like a, room within like a suite. A, probably a maternity it's suite. It's probably in for, for like VIP type. Yeah. Patients, what a yeah. celebrities the or president something comes down with his wife or whatever. So um, she's packing to check out. He's wearing sunglasses inside and eating an <laughs> apple. She asks, "He's gonna get me, isn't he?" Talking about her would be murder, and Cobra's like, "No, he won't." No. And she's like, "Why? How can you be sure? Especially since you know I was supposed to be safe at the hospital." She asks, "Who Nine Slasher is?" Cobra's like, "We don't know yet because that dot matrix." printer is very slow <laughs> just then gonzalez enters, says it's time to hit the road gonzalez introduces officer stalk who's been assigned to the case and as luck would have it it's the evil cult lady yeah well what so what's her job i thought she was like a dispatch officer I now did too. she's like now in plain she's clothes detective? being assigned yeah. to a protection detail no, it makes clue. no sense maybe she got an overnight promotion which <laughs> there's a lot in this movie that doesn't make sense because this movie teases a lot at like Monty being in on it. And we've talked yeah. about that before. And it's like, it would have made more sense if like more people inside the police department were involved. Well, in Monty this. could pull the strings, right? Yeah, to like exactly. get stalk aside. Yeah. So Ingrid wants to know where they're going, but Cobra reiterates that <laughs> it's that thing called a safe house. Again. It's like, yeah, he's, he won't give her information. Yeah. There's no harm in telling her. Yeah. So then he asks if she needs help carrying her tiny ass bag, which she ignores. I think it was meant to be a joke, right? Like, yeah, it was well, like you need help I, with I don't that? know. I thought maybe he's <laughs> being chivalrous. But then he shoves his apple, which is mostly core at this point, and says, <laughs> you want a bite? Which is very I think weird. it was also meant to be a play for laughs, yeah, I, I but do, it wasn't funny. I do, funny. too. I, I love her. And her she cracked up. Ingrid, uh, Bridget Nielsen, I she think, cracked up it. at that take. Yeah, sold it big time. She declines the gross apples, and he says, don't you like health food? Fucking Stallone, man, can't help himself. Yeah, he's a fitness nut. He was obsessed with the diet shit. Yeah. Which I guess you have to be to maintain that physique that he had or whatever. But it's weird that it continually bleeds into his movies, movie after movie. Yeah. It was like this over-the-top Antango and Cash all had weird asides about what other people were eating wasn't he healthy was enough. obsessed, obsessed with it. So the very next shot, we see Cobra and gang coming down the escalator. Cobra still got his gun tucked into the waist <laughs> of his jeans. The hammer was literally pulled back on yeah. the gun. You got to be prepared. A Kevin. firm jostling. That thing is going to like blow his junk off. Yeah, well, it's very shriveled from steroids. <laughs> so he's also doing his best police officer impression, like peeking around corners and like juking and jiving around looking for shady <laughs> characters. At the bottom of the escalator, Monty is waiting to let him have it, saying Cobra needs to share what he knows about last night and that he should have let his team handle this. And he also reminds him that he's not the only cop who wants to catch the night slasher. 
I don't know. At this point, it sort of seems like nobody wants to catch yeah, the Night like, Slasher. Yeah. But what the hell is who's Monty's team? That's like another thing we didn't really see. I guess he's the head of maybe a squad of detectives or something. Yeah, that's that's what I gathered as well. But it's like not made clear why Monty's people versus Cobra's people or versus Cobra. Yeah. So Cobra says, I want to know why there were three cops assigned to protect Ingrid and headquarters called and took two guys off the room. That's a good question. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. As <laughs> that's to why what was they only really should be looking into at yeah, this like, point. Oh, wait, how did that happen? It seems like they could trace, they know where that call comes of from course. and who made it. Yeah, no doubt. The movie would be, the movie thus would end here. <laughs> but Monty says headquarters didn't do anything. Okay. So uh-huh. Cobra wants to know who did then, but Monty's like, hey, it's your show, find out, which is, we're getting big conflicting messages from yeah. Monty. He's like, do you want to work together or not? Are you supposed to be working together or aren't you? A second ago, it was stop trying to do everything on your own. Now it's, go hey, do you're, stuff on you're your, on your own, buddy. Fuck you. They're both fucking terrible, though, about letting their personal shit oh like, get God. in the way of doing the job. Poor Ingrid. So the three cops, Cobra Gonzalez and evil cult lady, Officer Stalk, escort Ingrid out of the building. Cobra has her get in his car, the least conspicuous car. <laughs> Not the hot rod. And peels out. He burned rubber. He's like tearing ass he out of there. Le- he left Gonzales and stock like in the dust. Fuck you guys. That's so, fucking, con- what a conspicuous. Why can't, why can't Gonzales keep up with me? What a conspicuous asshole Cobra yeah. is. That yeah. was bizarre, dude. As Gonzales and Stalk go to follow in his car, Stalk makes conspicuous eye contact with a guy in a car parked across the street. Already there are night slasher goon cult guys everywhere sitting in cars parked on streets and watching the good guys in their progress we find out pretty quick that the goal is to separate cobra and gonzalez because we see cobra make a turn and a moment later as gonzalez and stalk go to make that same turn some cult guys like t-bone them in a truck thanks to cobra like yeah creating such a gap between fucking, them yeah like you're with his bullshit you're supposed to be letting someone follow you for security's sake for the person in your car <laughs> no you, you don't give fuck. a fuck about that yeah so elsewhere, he's trying to impress Ingrid. Like, look how fast I can drive. You see this awesome fifty. <laughs> so elsewhere, like, is that because it's a nineteen fifty? <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> elsewhere, Cobra pulls up to a red light, and one just like, "Where's Gonzalez? What, you, Leah, you yeah, lost? no fuck. Oh yeah, where, where is he? You Dick. lost him with your Fast God. and the Furious shit." At that moment, a car comes speeding toward them across the intersection, which was the same car that was sitting. Outside yeah. the hospital, watching them. So I don't know how they got this into is that the, position. This is, this is one, the of, many, one and, of many uh, times that these guys know the, the all these dudes are cab drivers. They're yes. like they are crack. They know the shortcuts. Yeah, they know the the ex, the most excellent shortcuts through. LA. Yeah, it's Night Slasher and his like right hand man. Yeah. So Nine Slasher half hangs out the passenger seat window, fires a shotgun at the at the other car. At, at he had Cobra's that Mad car. Max shit, the little short double barreled yeah. shotgun. He cool. misses somehow. Cobra slams the car into gear, hauls ass in pursuit. Why is he pursuing this car? No, yeah, you're putting Ingrid's life in danger no, for sure. You, doing you this. drive to this. You know, it's like, like you call for backup. Yeah, you get on well, the radio. radio. They should be We've established he doesn't keep a radio ass. in the car. <laughs> this is so dumb. The radio so, would slow it down. He and Ingrid buckle up in their full-on racing harnesses. Why were they not buckled up before? <laughs> uh, maybe it wasn't against the law at that point. I don't know. So just then the camper truck that T-Bone Gonzalez comes screeching around the corner in pursuit of, of Cobra's car. So we've got a Cobra sandwich between cult cars. Yes. Nine Slashers ride barrels through some of those like newspaper boxes. Uh-huh. He gets up on the sidewalk. Cobra follows because fuck it, why not? Yeah. The bad guys ram through a hot dog cart. 
Everyone's doing their gnarliest power slides. Yeah. Night Slasher gets off another round and misses again because it seems like knives and close range weapons are more yeah, his yeah. thing. You don't need to aim those. But not to be outdone, the dudes in the truck start shooting at Cobra from behind. That one dude looked like he was like straight from a New England bed and breakfast. Yeah. He had what? a cable knit turtleneck on. This is like the, the, uh, the death cult takes all comers. <laughs> so now the chase has taken us onto a highway. Everyone's weaving through traffic. Truck goons are still shooting and hitting Cobra's car, which pisses me off to no end. <laughs> so he lets out this epic, st- epic Salonia. Like, Aah! whips the car around, throws it in reverse. Then he produces a submachine gun, I guess, from like a cup holder. <laughs> and like he just keeps that tucked under the, the seat yeah. all, at all times. He, all the bullet holes in the back of the car had disappeared at that point. Uh, there's so many continuity issues in this chase scene. But anyway, he blows the truck sky high because, of course, he does. Right. What was in the back of that thing? It was like it was loaded with dynamite yeah, or something. I don't know. But like it, it blows it off the frame. It's like the frame comes off. Like the whole chassis comes apart. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Cobra whips the car back back around, takes the briefest of looks over at Ingrid to make sure she's still with it and then floors <laughs> it after the other car. As he pulls up alongside Night Slasher's car, we hear the driver yell, he's crazy, he's crazy. And, <laughs> and he's Night right. Slasher has transported from the front seat to the back seat Yeah, he's got the back point. seat now. Um, he tries to shoot the back windshield out at point-blank range and is unsuccessful. It like just like, yeah. it like shatters the glass, but it stays intact, which mm. I'm calling bullshit. Um, <laughs> But then he like manages to like bang a tiny hole down at the bottom and gets another shot off. Then we see the cars do a side by side power slide into an alley where they're banging into <laughs> trash cans and other sundry debris and each other. The bad guys run into another car at one point, which takes off most of the front of their car is gone now. Uh huh. Still and, driving though. And yeah, and Cobra goes airborne over somehow he over just, another car he took flight how did that happen his car is so low to the ground anything any shot you've seen of this car the clearance that that car would have to to hit something and go airborne like that is nigh on impossible it would hit it and just come to like a stop or just like roll right off the edge and like be nose down so the chase continues into a parking garage because cobra went in the outdoor it seems like that to avoid hitting another car, yeah, he had yeah. to make an immediate turn. So he ends up on a level above where Night Slasher is. Yeah, although he still seems to know where right. Night Slasher's like, car is. There's only one way to go, and that's straight, baby, we guess. <laughs> so just after Night Slasher and his dude burst through the barricade on street level, Cobra comes crashing through a fence and drives his car right off the second level in pursuit. Which was a wild stunt. That though. stunt was aw- So many of the car stunts in this scene were badass that would destroy that car Yeah, it would have cracked it in half for the axle would have cracked in half the director said that the stunt went wrong when they were doing it and like the car just went out of control through the the safety barriers and out into the highway <laughs> and he said it was oh just fortunate God. that there was no bigger crash with oh cars on the God. highway they are just super like, lucky jesus christ so night slasher tells the driver to go in his weird demon voice they're driving in a more congested area now. They're like whizzing past a lot of cars that are sitting still in their lanes. We see the bad guys are driving up between two tanker trucks, and then a third truck sort of pulls into their route. And it seems like they should have been driving like under a trailer, but instead we see that they run between two more trucks. I couldn't tell like, what was happening. I can't tell the physics of the scene defy all logic because it's like there was one truck and then there were two trucks plus two trucks. So anyway, Night Slasher, who's at this point been rubbish with a gun mm-hmm. gets off two perfect shots that spectacularly blow up the two <laughs> tanker trucks 
Yes. Undeterred, Cobra drives right through the fire and carnage. All this time, the chase been teasing the nitrous on Cobra's <laughs> yes. car. Like, we now, keep seeing the gauge, and now the it's time like, has come. It's go time. So he <laughs> takes a look over at Ingrid like, get ready. He flips the switch. The car zooms forward. Cobra's driving with one hand, shooting with the other hand while his car is doing... 120 or something. Ingrid looked terrified as well. She should like Cobra. This dude doesn't give a fuck about her life. No, Fuck her. (laughs) Turn those machines back on. (laughs) So there are so many continuity things that we've mentioned and other things that defy logic here. Like with the NOS, how did he not ram immediately ram into the other car? Yeah. He He wasn't far behind. He should have hit the car like in a Mad Max thing. Also, (laughs) no sooner had he flipped the switch then both cars had to make a sudden left-hand turn, which causes the hot rod in that shot to pretty much come to a complete stop. Is that how nitrous I works? I don't know what Is would happen. Possible? I feel you'd blow the your car, engine. Oh, you'd blow the engine, the car would flip probably because you'd be going so fast. <laughs> but then in the very next second, he's right behind the bad guys again. It's so. It's like, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. So anyway, then we get to the jump portion of the race where they're yes. going over the Venice Canal bridges, and that's, pr- that's pretty fucking It looked sweet. awesome. Yeah. Those cars are wrecked, though. Yeah, oh, no doubt, dude. They'd be, Especially that awesome 50. If they were really doing that with that car, you said it was heavy as shit. Yeah, it's heavy as like, fuck. It would just blow the tires out when you're coming to land. So somehow, miraculously, the chase continues into like a marina area. Night Slasher continues shooting at Cobra and missing, but the distraction is just enough because the next thing we see is Cobra speeding toward like the back end of a, like the propeller of a big boat that's like up on a trailer or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like dry dock. He yells for Ingrid, get down, get down. And we see the car hit the boat at a weird angle and kind of it shears off a big chunk of the back end. And then the car flips a couple of times. Night Slasher, of course, gets away. I love when a car, when you just crash for no discernible reason, though. He's just yeah. like. Look out, there's a boat, and just plows into it. Like, yeah, slam on the brakes. Maybe he doesn't, if he's still got the nitrous going, maybe it is, like, just out of control. There's, there, there's no, I don't, anyway. So, but it but also, yeah. the car just went airborne for no reason. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. It went airborne like, into turn, a barrel it like, roll. It, like, hit, yeah, it, he, he, they, like, sheared it off, and I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be because the car, like, went up whatever trailer the boat was on. Well, I don't know if you noticed or not, but in the wide shot of the crash, the Night Slasher's car was had already crashed into the boat. Like there was another his that car was tangled up under the boat. I didn't even notice that. And it's like there must have been some version they were planning to do where both cars crashed, but the night slasher got away or something. And then I don't know why. I kept but they decided to change it up. I kept rewinding it to try to make sense of how the car went up the maybe it hit the back of the other car and sort of that ramped it. I don't know. know. But that car wasn't supposed to be there because next thing we know, Night Slasher's driving off. Yeah, instead, instead of checking to make sure that everyone he's been trying to kill is actually dead, Night Slasher's like, all right, time to go. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Bye. So a seemingly concussed Cobra stumbles out of his car, gun drawn, but the bad guys (laughs) are nowhere to be found. And And then finally, taking some concern in poor Ingrid, he stumbles around to the passenger side and helps bloodied Ingrid out of the wreckage. I mean, if Night Slasher doesn't kill Ingrid, Cobra surely will. He's gonna try. He's gonna try his death. Maybe this was a test. He's like, if she can survive this, I will mate her. <laughs> what? That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm out of breath. That was a lot. That was a lot an to get action-packed a chapter. brisk pace. That was, yeah, that was definitely the most action in the whole movie, I think. <laughs> a, a lot fit into a tiny space. 
lots of stunts, lots of near death. Uh, I mean, some of the the effects in in this section, especially the car chases, are cool. Anyway, yeah, yeah, those car chases, continuity issues and all, were pretty dope. I'm into it, man. Who even knows what's gonna happen? I don't know. I'm gonna. We can't wait we, to see. We'll what, call it there. What Cobra is gonna do next? <laughs> He's gonna fucking kill everyone. In the meantime, <laughs> we'll be back.